the public perception around the time was that she was just like a studio creation. But no, she, from before anyone knew who she was, was making the decisions of what she wanted to do in her career. Hello and welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women from history. I am Chloe Sky. I'm Jupiter F. Stone. And I'm Sarah Gorski. Today, I don't even want to just tell you who I'm covering. I kind of want you both to guess. <laughs> okay. Are you going to give clues? Right. Um, <laughs> or we just have to guess like a rando woman. You know what? That's a good point. Hillary I guess Clinton. I'll just tell you. No, no it's not Hillary Clinton. Jackie Kennedy. No. The, I mean, I like the, I like that these guesses are all. Michelle like, Obama? People you think. Why is that politics? People, <laughs> people you think Chloe would be interested in. That's, yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. No, it's Britney, bitch. <gasps> What? Oh, nice. Chloe. Nice. Yeah. So, as you may know, there's some big Britney Spears news that has been dropping of late. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. it inspired me to look a little more into her and watch some documentaries and realize that I didn't actually know anything about Britney Spears except for what was in the tabloids. Because I wasn't really allowed to listen to music growing up, so I never actually listened to 99% of her music. Me neither, Chloe, P.S. Wait, what? Is this some Jesus thing? Yeah. It's like a conservative Christian house thing. Wow. It was like we could only listen to like a few things, and then when I got my Alanis Morissette CD, it was like pretty scandalous. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. Whoa. And especially because of like what the public perception of Britney Spears was, Mm -hmm. it's like definitely not accepted in Christian conservative households. Wow. Yeah. Like she was going to force everyone to lose their virginity way too early for Christian comfortability. And like she was destroying the (laughs) sanctity of marriage, and she was a slut like okay but i feel like at least what got projected to us in the middle of the sea was a little bit of that but christina aguilera was definitely more of like the bad girl and britney was like the angel was it not like that it was her just first like, no. music video no. or <laughs> her music video dressing as a slutty catholic schoolgirl. yeah made it so that christians would never like her oh, i'm so grateful for not growing well up jupiter i think you're right because i think at the beginning of her career she she did she did have kind of like more of this sweet girl look yeah but she didn't she didn't have that sweet phase for very long like it was very very short like one album and then it was just like yeah i'm a slave for you yeah toxic handsome Mm. oh Mm -hmm. can we sing the songs are we gonna get shut down Uh, we're not gonna play the songs because i I don't want to tempt fate and get pulled off the internet whatever fuck them (laughs) they be pulling her they pulled her off of real life they sure did okay i'm sorry i'm gonna listen to what you have to say okay let's go chloe i want to hear all the deets so what I really came to realize in in my research was just how much of a genuine talent Britney Spears is and always was and how much control she had over her image from the beginning and how she knew exactly what she wanted and how she choreographed her dances and how she chose the themes for the music videos. Like she was a creative force. I think that the public perception around the time was that she was just like a studio creation. Mm -hmm. Like she was a girl with a good voice and they kind of created her and gave her, gave us like a package that was like, you know, it's this girl you want. Yeah. I thought that too, like in sync and shit. Bad boys, right. Curated. But no, 
Not not at all. Like she from from before anyone knew who she was was making the decisions of what she wanted to do in her career. Like from how early? Like from age 11. Like she said this is what I want to do and her parents bent over backwards to make sure she got to do what she wanted to do. Before we get into like what's going on right now with this court case and the conservatorship and all that, we have to we have to talk about how we got here. So, I'm going to go back to the very beginning where she's born. December 2nd, 1981, in Macomb, Mississippi. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Did not know she was a Mississippi girl, that's for sure. I know, but she was. Wow. And she started attending dance lessons when she was three years old. When she was five years old, she was chosen as the performer for her kindergarten graduation. She performed What Child Is This?, Uh, She was in all kinds of talent shows and state competitions, and she won most of them. Child is This is a Christmas song. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is a Christmas song. Well, she performed it at (laughs) her kindergarten graduation. That is a weird song (laughs) to sing. Okay, anyway. You know, conservative lifestyle. It's what it is. And the world, and she's a child, and they're all children, and the word child is in it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, it, it's a very creative... But the lyrics are like, what child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, are like the lyrics. <laughs> That's some lit shit. You're, you're not wrong. Uh, uh. <laughs> so when she's eight years old, she auditions for the Mickey Mouse Club, and the casting director loved her, but is like, she's too young. We can't. We're not hiring eight-year-olds. Like We're hiring people a little older. So... Instead, the casting director introduced her to a New York talent agent named Nancy Carson, who said, you should enroll her at the Professional Performing Arts School. So the next thing you know, Britney's family has moved to New York, and they're devoting themselves to getting Britney a career. In the meantime, she's like doing a bunch of auditions. She books some commercials. She books a role uh, as an understudy on an off-Broadway show. Like she's work. She's a generally working unknown singer slash actor. When she's 11, the casting director is finally like, all right, she's old enough to be on the Mickey Mouse Club. Bring her back here. Let's get her on that show. So she's on the, the Mickey Mouse Club with Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, Ryan Gosling, and Carrie Russell, mm. which is just the most wow. stacked cast of unknown children who would later become the biggest stars in the world yeah holy crap and the show ran for four years the five of them together before it got canceled after it gets canceled she moves back to macomb and she goes to school and she's like i hate this like what am i doing (laughs) like i don't fit in here i've been living a different kind of life why didn't they go back to new york if she was working successfully there that's a great question i think they just wanted her to have a taste of like normal life because she could. That opportunity uh, was there. It got right. canceled. So do you want right. to try doing this while you still have the opportunity yeah, sort like, of thing? You're not going to be a kid forever. And, you know, you can okay. probably get something later. Well, also, she probably made bank. Exactly. We got all this <laughs> Mickey Mouse Club money. But I don't know. I don't know if she made bank. You tell me. That's sweet, sweet Mickey Mouse Club money. But she <laughs> described school as the, the opening scene from Clueless with all the clicks. And she was just like, I don't fit in any of these clicks. And they don't even want me. So... I'm just going to go back to being a, a star because that's what I want. Good. Okay. Her. I hear her. I hear yep. her. <laughs> so the next summer, she very nearly joins this pop group. They're putting together like a girl version of NSYNC or Black Backstreet Boys called Innocence. Oh, God. Uh, but a friend of the family who's an entertainment lawyer sees a tape of Britney performing and says, I think she should be a solo artist. Like, I think there's something here. I see something here. You should develop her as a solo singer. You shouldn't have her disappear into a group. And yeah, good call. So he starts pitching her around New York. 
uh, he ends up only he only has to pitch her to four labels. The first three turn her down because they're like, look, the world doesn't want another Madonna. They want groups. Like, we're not taking a solo. Like, we're just not going to sign a solo. This is the entertainment lawyer pitching her? Yes. That's weird. <laughs> He's like, opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the, the fourth label that Britney's pitched to is called Jive Records, and they see her potential. And so at age 15, she is signed to a record label. Damn. 15. Damn. Damn. <laughs> After being on the Disney Channel. Yeah. So she works with a producer for a month to develop her voice and to f- figure out her like signature style. And they record a demo. And when Jive hears the demo, they're like, oh, yeah, we would like a full record, please. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> so they fly her to Stockholm in Sweden, where they record half the album in two months. Uh, when she comes back to the United States, she does a shopping mall tour across America to promote her upcoming debut album. Uh, and then is the opener for In Sync on their national tour. At wow. Just to get her name out there. Whoa. Was this Baby One More Time or is this before Baby One More Time? It hasn't even come out yet. Damn. They have recorded half of the album, but nobody knows any so of it. So what the fuck is she even opening with? Oh my gosh. At <laughs> well, she's opening 16? with those songs. They're just not released yet. Right, right. Yes, right. Not exactly. the full length. That's okay. Right. okay. But this is this will be the album Baby One More Time, right? Yes, it will. Okay. Yeah, so they, See, they've only done half bit. of it. I know Britney <laughs> a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Well, I mean, that shit shook shit. You know how Beyonce's like, world stop. And the world did stop when she dropped Lemonade. But yep. damn, Baby One More Time was goddamn everywhere. Mm-hmm. So Jive Records, they're, they're talking about what her debut music video should be. They're like, we want it to be for Baby One More Time. Uh, we think it should be animated. Let's do an animated music video. What? Britney Spears refuses to do an animated vi- music video. the most yeah. ridiculous idea I've ever heard. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, th- but that was their idea. And she said, no, here's actually what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm going to be a schoolgirl, a Catholic schoolgirl, and we're going to do the Baby One More Time music video. As a teenager. As a teenager. She pitched that shit. She pitched it, and they were like, that's a good idea. Let's do it. Whoa. Those studio execs don't, don't know what they were doing. Mm. Oh, they had no idea. <laughs> she said, look, she said, look, this yeah. is what we got to <laughs> Okay. Because, I mean, at this time, that, like, animation, like, if you think back, she was opening for, like, NSYNC, like, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, everyone was super excited about, like, CGI, and everyone had, like, the little spaceships and the space room boxes and, like, the lights and shit. Everyone was trying to be, like, super polished plastic and utilize this new tech. But this was very, like, it. I mean, it felt Disney Channel. Oh, my gosh, I'm making these connections now. It felt like Disney Channel because it was, like, at the school. But it was, like, adult. But adult yeah. Disney Channel. <laughs> That's and, great. And the rest is more or less history. Uh, her first two albums were two of the best-selling albums of all time. Mm. She became the me- the best-selling teenage artist of all time and one of the best-selling female artists of all time. Uh, by 2001, she's playing the Super Bowl halftime show. She buys a house. In 2004, this is when she gets married to her friend in Vegas, like, as a joke. Then they had the wedding annulled 55 hours later. And this is sort of the beginning of how we ultimately the, the get tailspin. to... The shitstorm. Yes, the shitstorm, the tailspin, yeah. and the justification for the conservatorship as goes on later on. 
because right. when they go to get the wedding annulled 55 hours later, not divorce, annulled, which basically is like saying the wedding never happened, the annulment petition argues plaintiff Spears lacked understanding of her actions to the extent that she was incapable of agreeing to the marriage. And now there is legal proof that Britney Spears lacks understanding of her actions, like court documented evidence. She does things without thinking, without understanding what they mean. Like, wasn't she probably just like on drugs in Vegas? She wasn't even on drugs. She was just hanging out with a friend and they were like, let's do something crazy. And the chapel they got married in says that neither of them were on any substances. They were like, we won't marry them if we can tell that they're even a little bit tipsy or on drugs. Like, they, they, I mean, that could be a lie, but that's that their public statement. such bullshit that the court did that then. That was just how, that's how you have to justify an annulment. How old was she? Uh, in 2004, 23. So how many 23-year-olds go to Vegas, get married? Like, it's a part of the whole thing. It's the right. part of the shtick of Vegas. She just did what a 23-year-old would do in Vegas. That is right. some questionable court ruling from the get-go. Well, it's it's not even the the ruling because it it was in the the petition that they that their lawyer submitted. Damn, it's, they their lawyers did yeah. they use the lawyer that. said this is what we have to do to get it annulled. Like we have to say you didn't know what you were doing so that the judge will allow the annulment to happen. But at the time, that but was just to true. get a divorce. You can just get annulled if you're getting annulled, right? Uh, the law apparently. There's a lot of questionable shit going on with annulment law in this country, and <laughs> I, I didn't look too much into it, but there's there's a whole side of annulment law that, you know, pe- people can contest, and the longer you go from a wedding to having an annulment, the, the harder it is to get it allowed, because the longer you're in the agreement, it becomes like this legal thing, and like the wedding is no longer even yours, it belongs to the state. And we're, like, and we're just talking about this, like, state and federal laws, we're not talking about the church, right? Because church annulment is totally Correct, yeah, different. this is just state law. This is bullshit. It sure is. Ugh, no one fucking owns but me. But this is, you know, this is a, you know, a professional lawyer being like, this is what we gotta do. Later the same year, she's engaged to Kevin Federline, uh, their relationship. Oh, K-Fed. Yeah. K-Fed. Oh, yeah, your stuff's coming back to Yo, you. Oh, that was some shit. Yeah. Their relationship turns into a reality show. Yeah, I Brittany and it. Kevin. Oh, my God. Uh, which Brittany refers to uh, nine years later as, quote, probably the worst thing I've done in my career, <laughs> end quote. It was dry. Although oh, wow. I have to say... I mean, if she's a businesswoman, I'm sure she saw opportunity when she signed on to do the show. Definitely. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a business decision. Right. Yes, for sure. But also, what it ended up doing is creating a public image of her as trash reality star. It's totally okay to dunk on her now. Right. Like. Right. Yeah, that was before reality was kind of like acceptable trash. Yeah. It, it, It kind of helped spawn the horrible toxic culture that followed. <laughs> Your Snooki. toxic hands slipping under. Oh, yeah. Is that what you want me to do? Do you want nice. me to insert lyrics like as you say that? Nice. If I yeah, if Was I ever use if I ever use a word from a Britney song, you can go All ahead right. and sing a lyric. Challenge. I think that's fair. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Jokes on you. That's the only one I know. So I'll just. <laughs> <do that. laughs> anyway, shortly after this reality show. 
she has her first child and she decides she wants to take a break from performing. She's like, my child is my life now. Like, this is what I want to do now. I'm over the rest With of K-Fed? it. With K-Fed? Was it K-Fed's baby? It was K-Fed's baby. And, I, and they were still together at this time. Around this time is when the never-ending onslaught of paparazzi coverage and just Britney no longer has privacy. The, the New York Times documentary that's currently available on Hulu called Framing Britney Spears that I watched as part of my research uh, focuses mainly on this period of time, like the public perception of Britney and the sort of hatred and downfall uh, and how we just basically mercilessly attacked her for no reason for a very long time. I mean, I didn't. Did you? I wasn't a part of the attacks, but I certainly laughed at a lot of the the jokes without knowing anything, you know? Like, I probably thought, like, my general opinion of her was probably like, oh, yeah, she's crazy. Mm, no, I was on my Chris Crocker leave Britney alone shit for sure, 100%. Yeah? Yes! Because, cause, well, I think it's because I was in media. I had, a, like, a different experience. Very grateful for my coming up in social media experience because I did media. So I saw what you could do to manipulate people. And I wasn't down for it from the jump. Because mm-hmm. I had really bad pictures of me taken and shit. Look, now I'm bald. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't get to that point yet. Where she Not yet. But it ha- it's but coming. It's, it's coming up it's pretty in soon. this part of I the story. For- I actually forgot about that. It's, it is a part of the story. At first, the paparazzi sort of have a friendly relationship with Brittany. Like, she learns their names whenever they come out, because there's not a lot of them, and the photos of her aren't selling for, like, a million dollars a piece yet, so it's not, like, over, like, bearing harassment, but it doesn't take long before it gets out of hand, and I think, and part of, you, you know, you can't blame Brittany at all for this, but I think the fact that they had a sort of friendly relationship at first made them feel like they had more access to her than they actually did. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, you know, we're friends. Like, I'm allowed to follow her around in a car all day and, like, block her in places and take fo- – like, I think they just – they felt like they had more ownership of her free time than they ever should have. Gross. So one day she is out with her baby. She's got her baby in the car seat in the back. And her car is just swarmed with paparazzi. As soon as they realize it's her, all of a sudden the car's surrounded. They can't leave the parking lot. She's, like, trying to get them to get away from the car. She's, like, they're, like, banging on the windows telling her to roll them down. Like, please, can we just get a picture? Like, it's not a big deal. And they're causing such a ruckus that her baby's starting to get upset. So she reaches into the back and takes the baby out of the car seat and brings him into her lap. And somebody takes a photo of her, quote, driving with her baby in her lap. Mm. And that's published on the front page. And it becomes this whole story about how she's a reckless mother who can't take care of her kids. And it becomes this whole story. And all of a sudden, the country thinks Britney's a horrible mom. Wow. Fuck fucking tabloids. Tabloids are the fucking worst. Yes. There's this horrible stretch of time after this where people are trying to catch photos that make Britney look bad. Like, they're actively going out of their way to try to find the yeah, moment. Yeah, because I bet magazines were, like, t- paying a ton of money for them. This yep. sells now. If she, lo- is- if she looks bad, we will pay you double, But that's basically. also, like, on us, right? Because it's our reaction to the content. Because we're the one content. buying it. Right. Yeah, back when this is still magazines. Oh it's not even God. internet yet. In Hollywood Insider. TMZ. It, yeah. it literally... TMZ. 
So, you know, then there's the photo of her going out and partying and like, oh, she's not wearing panties. We can see her vagina. Woo. And then, you know, she's painted as a big old slut. And then she goes to a tattoo parlor. She's she's going to get a tattoo. And she sees that there's a shitload of paparazzi outside the tattoo parlor, like waiting to take photos. And she reaches over and grabs the razor and starts shaving her own head. Like, I don't think it was her intention to go there oh, and shave shit. her that's head. Oh, shit, sha- that's how the head shave thing happened? Yeah. She was getting a tattoo, Whoa. and there was a razor there, and she's, she's looking out the window. There's footage in the documentary of her not having her head shaved, like, looking out the window, seeing the paparazzi, and then just starting to shave her head. Like, it, it's clear to me that she was feeling just so out of control, and she just wanted to claim something for herself. Wow. Yeah. Holy wow. Shit. And, of course, they publish that and it's like Britney's lost her mind she's crazy now she's a train wreck who pushed her to this place where she was at I wonder who I have no idea I I kind of can't believe she didn't like did she not have like private security and shit like that like to help protect her and if she did they were they were not around I think I mean she was trying to sort of retire from being a public person Mm -hmm. like she at this point she's just had her second kid sources close to her said she was probably suffering from postpartum depression and she just wanted to be a mom so we're gonna get into the conservatorship now it's Mm -hmm. time it's time to talk about the conservatorship head shade conservatorship star it's pretty much right after so in 2008 at this point britney and kfed have divorced Uh, When they originally divorced, they agreed to have joint custody of the kids, have like 50-50, like we're both, we both love our kids. There's nothing wrong with either of us. Everything's fine. There's a, there's a day in 2008 where Brittany, for some reason, refuses to relinquish custody back to KFED. So the police arrive to handle the situation. And according to the police, Brittany was under the influence of an unknown substance. So she is immediately hospitalized patriarchy Uh, was anyone else there was like her dad or mom there don't know couldn't say the next day there is an emergency court hearing where britney's visitation rights are suspended and kfed is given sole custody of the children the next day it happens in one day this sounds like some patriarchal bullshit it sure does sound like some patriarchal bullshit motherfuckers yeah this so, sounds like either K-Fed or someone... Or somebody who maybe was trying to plant the seeds of some sort of conservatorship. Mm, maybe. Jamie Spears. Mm, cahoots. Because Brittany's then committed to a psych ward at the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center. And while she's there, placed under an involuntary psychiatric hold and a conservatorship. Where her father, Jamie Spears, and his attorney, Andrew Wallet, take full responsibility for all of Britney's life decisions and finances. Stop, stop, Dude, isn't stop. That, am I wrong to think that the only way they usually do that is if they feel that person is a danger to themselves and others? Usually it's done to, like, old people who, like, have dementia, who, right. who might be taken advantage of by... You know, that email that someone said, like, please send me this five hundred dollars and I will princes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you're under conservatorship if people think you are not capable of understanding the consequences of your actions. And there's proof in the court system that Brittany is not capable of understanding the consequences of her actions. And they use that against her. Yes. And the lawyer's last name is what? Wallet. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No. (laughs) 
Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Douchebag of the week? Is it, wait, what the no, fuck? No, Jamie Spears is the douchebag Jamie of the Spears week. Jamie Spears is the know. mastermind of this whole oh. operation, for sure. But Wallet is his sidekick. Wallet is his sidekick. <laughs> By July of 2008, which is just a couple of months later, she... Is it, she regains some visitation rights after reaching an agreement with Kevin Federline. Then in 2009, Jamie and Brittany together, maybe, you know, cause I, I feel like it's hard to even talk about any of the this section of her life without having the giant caveat. Brittany had no say. Brittany no longer had any say. Anytime anyone is saying, legally, this is what Brittany feels. It's going through the conservatorship. Like, her father right. has her to dad. approve every single thing from here on out. Mm-hmm. It's not her voice. And if it's something she wants, it's only if he also wants that thing. Right. Can I you just can't tell something? if it's actually... Like, it could be that something's were, that she said, but prob- but there's just no way of knowing. Right. right. And, it, and also, like, some of these things are probably things that she actually did want. The next thing I'm going to say, Jamie and Brittany accuse a number of Brittany's exes and former lawyers of a conspiracy to gain control of her finances. Like, that to me sounds like Jamie recognizing that a bunch of people want in on this conservatorship and is trying to butt them out and has maybe convinced Brittany, hey, these people are out to get you. I'm the one who's going to look out for you. Let's sue them to keep them away from this. And maybe Brittany was like, yeah, we should do that. Like, It's fucking gaslighting, though, really, because he was trying to do the same thing. He was already in full control. Right. So it's everything he does at this point is just to maintain hold of his power over her. Because if any of those people also, like, say, a manager or somebody who was, like, more on her side was like no i also have like that's so weird ownership over her voice or whatever then there would be competition right in what he was doing well over time more and more of like her managers and her lawyers are also co-conservators over her finances and her career like her manager after this uh the person who's been managing her career becomes the person who makes all of the decisions moving forward on what music she puts out like the the Britney the early days Britney who was making every single decision no longer exists. At this point, they're telling her what the choreography is, and if she says no, I don't want to do that move. I think we should do it like this. She suddenly ends up in a psych hospital the next day, and people, you know, her father says she hasn't been taking her meds. She's acting really moody. Is that really happening? Yes, that's really happening. Oh, and m- that information didn't come out until literally two weeks ago. But Brittany has come forward and said, and, you know, people are contesting it and saying that's not true. She's full of shit. But it really, but like looking at the evidence that I have, which is all of the financial decisions made by Jamie Spears during this time, it perfectly fits the narrative. God damn it, Jamie. And I mean, that could explain why she, because she had res- residency in Vegas, right? Which, yes. And that made so much money. And it I know sure so did. many of my friends, millennials, spent like, Bank, bank, mm-hmm. bank, going to that because that's they cost a lot of money to go oh, see yeah. these shows. Environment, Celine, shit. The 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 final performance in 2017 is the largest ever box office gross for a Vegas performance. And so to hear that it's like she's like, no, nah, I want to retire. I want to do this. This is what I want to do. And then she was forced into it. I mean, and all being- of a sudden she's working ten hour days, seven days a week, and she's forced to perform even when she has a 104 degree fever. 
Uh, in on in her residency in Las Vegas. Yeah. She and she's like, I'm mortified because if I ever say no, all of a sudden some psychiatrist shows up and puts me on lithium. And I'm not allowed to choose when I leave my house. Lithium is for people that have serious mental disorders, like borderline personality disorder, like she is put on lithium against her will. Fuck. Anytime she fights back against what people are telling her she's supposed to do. Because at this point she is making so much money that she doesn't have any control over. So essentially, right. what they can do is just maximize they're the like, income options. Let's and just, just milking the cow. Let's they're just literally milking the proverbial cow. Bleed her dry. Yeah. Let's just t- milk everything we can that's left out of her. Eventually, she'll probably just die. But until then, we're going to be rich. And so all of a sudden, it's weird. Like, suddenly, she's putting out an album every other year or every year and a half. Mm-hmm. And she's going on tour. And she's guest starring on sitcoms. And she's the host of The X Factor. And like, it's absurd. The sheer amount of work that this woman is doing, starting when the conservatorship starts, it's unfeasible. Slavery. It's literally slavery. It is. It's legal slavery in the United States not even union. Like, it's beyond union. Right. But people look at it and they're like, well, she's making millions of dollars. Like, she's fine. Except that she's not. Exactly. Her conservators are. Exactly. Because they can keep arguing in court that she does not have the mental faculties to understand how to use her money. And they're arguing that if she's to take control of it, she's just going to lose it all. Which Wait, so also. What? That's her fucking. So what? It's her right. To lose. It's her right. She earned the money. If she wants to lose it all, let her lose it People all. People lose their fortunes all the time because their own idiocy. Right. <laughs> it's these people. They just know that she will not give it to them anymore. Right. Which is so fucking obvious. Yeah. It's Jamie and it's wallet. It's fucking wallet. I know It's it. definitely wallet. And so here's the most recent up to date sort of version of what's going on. So October 2018, she announces her second Vegas residency. January 2019, three months later, her dad suffers a nearly fatal colon rupture. And that same month... Brittany suddenly cancels the second residency and enters a psychiatric facility. After- wait, 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 wait. Hold on. His asshole literally explodes? His <laughs> Yep. Yes. And she has to go to the psych ward? She does. Be- because the legal reason that she has to go to a psych ward is because she's too distraught over her father's condition. Really? That's the legal argument. She's upset about her daddy. Yeah. Because Mm-mm. of his asshole. Mm-mm. It's because he couldn't control her because he's in the hospital and shit. Yup. At, at this point, uh, a member of Britney's legal team, well, maybe a member of Britney's legal team, leaves a voicemail on a Britney Spears fan podcast called Britney's Gram, where they just dissect every post Britney puts on Instagram. And the podcast is fascinating. And they interview the hosts in the New York Times documentary, and they go in on, like, this post clearly was not posted by Britney because blah, 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 blah. Like, there's photos that are taken of just her back, and she's, like, missing some of her famous tattoos. And they're like, um, why would you post this photo without your favorite tattoo? And then the response is like, LOL, guys, I'm just trying to see what I would look like without it, so I photoshopped it out. But LOL, a bunch of photos, guys, LOL. LOL, like, and also, apparently, Brittany uses a lot of emojis whenever she posts. All of a sudden, her photos, uh, the posts have no emojis, but they do have colon, close parentheses. 
for a smiley oh face. Oh my god. And it's like, uh, it kind of seems like someone has wrestled control of her Instagram away from her. So this person who claims to be from Britney's legal team leaves a voicemail for the fan podcast saying Jamie is the one who canceled the residency, the second residency, because, quote, Britney was refusing to take her medicine and also that he'd been holding Britney against her will after she violated a no driving rule. The voicemail also said that the conservatorship was originally supposed to be a one-year temporary conservatorship that was supposed to end in 2009, and it's now 2019, and it's still going on. Oh my god, I love this whistleblower PS. This is like, obviously someone really is the, there's someone in there who sees how fucked up it is and wants it to end. And is also like, if I identify myself, I'm just going to be fired from whatever firm I work for at right. like low level. Oh my oh, God, I love that shit. Right. Whistleblow that shit. Okay, so for one year, okay, ugh, there's something in my brain that's trying to think of like, who did some schemey shit like that before? But that's something that has happened before is people are like, look, I it's, have this It's thing. happened since there's been a legal system. <laughs> right. Like, Fair, because the it's, only... It's, the legal system exists so men can figure out creative ways to get away with shit. And the way right. that they are doing this is through their own legal system because of this annulment that went through yes. the justice system that is all fucking bullshit. Yeah, and somehow... All of the people who are co-conservators of Britney's estate are all her lawyers. Because Britney is not allowed to choose her own lawyers. Because of the conservatorship, her father chooses her lawyers. Of course. He'll, like, give her a choice. Like, here, you can choose this lawyer or this lawyer. And the only choice you have is one of these two. And she's like, why can't I talk to other lawyers? And it's like, well, these are the only two who can actually help you. And it's like, or maybe they're the only two that you successfully were able to pay off. But she can't say shit. It doesn't matter because her dad is making all the choices and there's nothing she can exactly. do about it. As if she were a three-year-old Exactly. Girl. Not like one of the most amazing hu- mm-hmm. and capable humans on the planet who right. built her career herself. Yeah. Not someone who's 35 and a genius and clearly capable of living up to impossible expectations, working 10 hours a day, seven days a week. Like, right. And the fact that she was able to somehow, like we say, oh, she's lost it. She shaved her head. But like, how would you feel if someone literally held you against your will? That's traumatizing. I just yeah. want to say too, besides that, like forcing someone to take a heavy medication like lithium, which is a mind and body altering, like that is like, it's not like fucking ibuprofen. Right. Right. It like right. changes your brain. Yeah. And like, I hope that the doctor who signed off on all this shit, I hope that people get in some serious fucking trouble at the end of all this. This is what I'm thinking is at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who need this to go away, not Mm -hmm. just Jamie, because there's a lot of people who are culpable. Oh, yeah. Like you're saying, Sarah, yeah, who did that? And like this happened multiple times. Brittany said in her in her statement on June 23rd of this year. She was like, every single person who has been involved with this conservatorship in any way needs to go to jail. Yes, like, I agree. Every single agree. one of these people has to be punished mm-hmm. for what they've done to me. 100%. And I'm like, preach, girl. <laughs> I'm right there with you, sister. So, Shit. all right. So the in response to this voicemail coming out, a judge orders a professional evaluation of the conservatorship. And in September of 2019, Kevin Federline files a restraining order against Britney's father because he's been abusive with their children. Whoa. <laughs> the month that the conservatorship hearing is supposed to happen, this is in 2019, Jamie is temporarily not the conservator at all. 
Like he's been temporarily replaced by Jody Montgomery, who is Brittany's long-term care physician, who is also being paid by the estate. So in this 2019 version of the of the conservatorship hearing, Brittany is not trying to cancel the conservatorship. At this point, I feel like she thinks I'm never going to get that. What I want, what I want to ask for is for my father to not be the conservator. Please just replace my father with someone else. Wow. And uh, when the hearing happens, he's not even the conservator. Somehow, some weirdly, he's he's been temporarily replaced. So Was he still sick? Was this close to the colon thing? This is no, this is like almost a year later. I don't know. Colon problems can last a long time. That's true. Maybe maybe his butt maybe still exploded. Maybe he had exploded. some seepage out his butt and he couldn't go to court. No, I just think it was it's part of a, a cover up to make it look like he's not even in control of it. So like, how could it be that bad? Or how could he be the arbiter of all this pain? All right, I just wanted to say butt seepage on the podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Four days after the hearing, the judge who originally ordered the professional evaluation of the conservatorship decides to extend the conservatorship to February 2021. Instead of removing anyone or canceling anything, they're like, we should just make it a year and a half longer. After it was supposed to be over in 2009. Yeah, at this point, it was supposed to be over 10 years ago. But we're going to make it longer. We're going to make it another year and a half. Just, you know, just to see. Okay, I just want to say this is happening to one of the most iconic figures of our time. Correct. So what the fuck is happening to normal people? Correct. I'm terrified. Let's move on. All right. So we have come to now June 23rd, 2021, which is a full four months after the conservatorship was supposed to end again. Brittany is finally permitted to speak directly to the court. Before this, she has never been able to. And June 23rd, this year, she's finally able to address the court. She gives a 24-minute speech, which I read the entire transcript of. Did you? I did. What was your, wait, what was your emotional reaction as you read it? My emotional reaction was anger, sadness, frustration, hopelessness, and... Ultimately, uh, maybe a twinkle of hope. Okay, what did it say? Basically, it says, For the last 13 years of my life, I have been depressed, abused, medicated, lied to, lied about, forced to work 10 hours every day, 7 days a week. I'm not allowed to leave my house. I'm not allowed to see my children. I'm not allowed to see my boyfriend. I'm not allowed to drive. My boyfriend's not even allowed to drive me anywhere. I'm not. I'm put on lithium as punishment. Uh, If I ever push back against anything, I'm terrified of what could happen because if I push back against something, I might be put in a psychiatric hospital. I was given an IUD against my will because no one on my team wants me to have another baby because that would stop me working. Basically, she she's been a slave since the conservatorship started. She also apologized for for lying about having been happy during a lot of this because a lot of her social media posts are like, I'm loving my life. I'm so happy. But like also that's what everyone does on social media. So I don't think she needs to apologize. I think being vulnerable and honest about your feelings is what is important. It's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Except that if she had given her real feeling, she would have been put on lithium. So exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She she might have died 10 years ago if she told her real feelings. So July 1st, uh, about a week later. There's there's so much ridiculous, just confusing background information about, like, the people who come in to, like, join Jamie as conservators and then, like, other people who come on and then leave and, like, are pushed out. And 
it's complicated. It was confusing. I just didn't put any of it in my notes. But there's this as, as part of the, the last thing where she was like, I don't want my dad to be the conservatorship anymore. I don't want it to be him. They were like, all right, well, we will put a, like a bank on as a co-conservator and they'll be in charge of like the finances. So there's this trust called the the Bessemer Trust. Yeah, because banks are so trustworthy. <laughs> the fuck? Right. So the, the Bessemer Trust has been in charge of the finances for I don't know how long, but not super long, maybe a year or so, a few months. I don't know. They've been on. On July 1st, they withdraw from the conservatorship saying, we were led to believe that this was voluntary on the part of Brittany. If this is involuntary, we want nothing to do with this. So they step away. And that's a bank. That, yeah. And that's a bank. It's a bank. Well, I think away they're, from I more. mean, they're probably covering their asses in case legal shit comes down and they Definitely. don't want to across here. And legal, legal shit is going to come down. Mm-hmm. Yes. I hope this ends with Jamie in prison. There's no way this doesn't end in legal shit coming Hellfire. down. Because the same day that Bessemer Trust backed out of the conservatorship, Elizabeth Warren and Bob Casey Jr. called for a federal agency oversight of the United States conservatorship system. Yep, I I actually knew that. I'm so glad you brought that up, though. She's my favorite. She's my favorite. Yeah. Damn, damn. Five days after that happens, Spears' manager, Larry Rudolph, resigns (gasps) from her entire state the same day her court appointed lawyer also resigns from the conservatorship wow mm. wow wait wallet wallet resigned uh no. no this was a different this was a court appointed we haven't talked about wallet for a while is he still involved yeah i think he he also resigned <laughs> i mean look yeah so and 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 here's the the crazy so all these people are like bolting from this conservatorship and there's been after the after Britney spoke just an onslaught of celebrities and people joining the hashtag free Britney movement and really just turning a spotlight on what's happening here as if there wasn't already enough of one because it's Britney Spears one of the largest celebrities of all time mm-hmm. a large number of other mega female pop singers are going hey look over there this is terrible and yeah. holy shit the next hearing uh, the next conservatorship hearing to see whether or not this is going to keep going is tomorrow we don't we don't know at the time of this recording how this story ends but i will probably be inserting a, a little addendum so if you're listening to this in a few seconds you're going to hear me explain how that hearing went Okay, but like, can we can we guess how we think the hearing's gonna go? Oh sure, Ooh. yeah, that's probably Jamie yeah. Out. Let's do that. Jamie's out. Jamie and his leaky butthole are done. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they free Brittany, bitch. I really hope they do, and I think they might. I think for the first time, there's a real chance of it happening mm-hmm. because that's a lot of public pressure. Yo, can you imagine the number of letters and emails? the lawyers and judges in this case are getting right now. This is why I feel like it is so unfortunate that people sleep on influencers and people that celebrities use their power for brand deals because when placed in the correct places, (laughs) the movement 
can be pushed not to build a brand or a celebrity, but to like actually change the system. You just have to care about it enough. You know what I mean? Like how many of these people would be like conservatorship? Do we know, is it in LA or is it in Vegas? Is the trial in? It's in LA. It's it's California. The conservatorship is a California conservatorship. And it's probably, it's going to be in front of a judge, not a jury, right? Correct. So what even is this? Like, is this Spears versus... Spear, like, what the fuck is this? You know, she's up against the state of California because Con- it's conservatorship. Their law. The conservatorship yeah. is being evaluated, I think, by yeah. the state to see if it still should exist or not. Yeah, to see Brittany's if it's not still suing. necessary. Brittany is not. Brittany is not bringing suit. She's Correct. just trying to get out of. Yeah. No, no. She's- well, I think the the conservatorship is legally ended, so they have to evaluate it. And so this is an opportunity for Brittany to let the truth be known and let the conservatorship be dissolved, right? I believe it's because it ended in February that she's able to speak. But so even though it ended, it's not like she has a car or keys or a license. They keep dragging right. her. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as soon as it ended in February, like her Instagram went quiet. She disappeared for a long period of time. Her fans like pinpointed. They figured out which mental hospital she was being kept hostage in, right. despite the fact that she was still posting on social media, it was never photos of her. So, so the conservatorship is not dissolved. It's not dissolved yet. Like it's correct. It's legal time period has ended, but this is the like the moment in court where they decide if the conservatorship stays. Does that right. make sense? It totally makes sense. And it's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking like, crazy. If something's over, it should be over, you know? Like, this is, but this is the system that we're in. And it's like, at this moment, is Britney Spears somewhere getting this drugged point, the fuck up? If there was any sort of justice in the world uh, to, to this point, there would be like nonpartisan, non paid off, like medical professionals weighing in every time this thing got renewed that could say, oh, she doesn't need lithium. Oh, this treatment is blah, blah, blah. Oh, this, you know, like if this had been like a actual fair situation, right? there would have been times when this could have been dissolved. But because Jamie had all this power and this money and these lawyers and stuff, it's like extended and extended and extended. It's also clear to me that the people behind this conservatorship are still using their power and influence to try to paint Britney in the worst light possible. Like if you if you just Google the words, Britney Spears. One of the first headlines that comes up is Britney posts slutty video dancing in red lingerie just days ahead of her conservatorship hearing. Yeah, but you should look and see it. If it says ad above it, that means it's a fucking Google ad that they're just No, it's it's for. it's Fox News. Oh, god yeah. damn it, Fox. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. you just do anything right, Fox, ever? <laughs> Never, ever. But then, yeah, but where's the timestamp? Where is that? When was that video actually taken? I'm well, sure nobody does that research. It. Nobody who's right. like doing general Right, Google. exactly. Yeah. All right, so after the latest conservatorship hearing, what had happened was Britney Spears was granted permission by the judge to choose her own lawyer, which she then did, named Matthew Rosengart, who said that he is working as hard as he possibly can, he said, quote, aggressively and expeditiously to remove Spears's father, Jamie, from the conservatorship. So we don't know exactly at this time what is going to happen, but we do know there is good news. Brittany was allowed to choose her own lawyer for the first time since 2008, and things seem to be moving in a positive direction. So that's, that's the update. That's what we have. And uh, back to the show. 
Well, this has been our episode on Britney Spears, which was, uh, you know, light on career and heavy on recent events. And toxicity. Um, and toxicity. Toxic <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is what it has been. And, uh, you know, thank you for listening. If you if you liked this episode, I, I chose five similar broads. And I, I honestly, as I was looking through them, I was like, I can find a way to tie every single one of our broads into this in some way or another <laughs> because she Brittany covers so many areas mm-hmm. and this story reveals so many like giant flaws in our culture and systems. What I chose to do is choose women who were trapped somewhere and fought for their independence. And I picked five, and they're all fairly recent, but I chose, first of all, the Virgin Island Queens, who were forced to work for most of their lives, but rebelled and fought back. And, and burned down then their were cities. taken to prison. But mm-hmm. next up, Shakuntala Devi, who was yes. also forced to perform her skill for most of her life, but wanted more. Uh, Ranavalana Third, who mm-hmm. was forced to live out her days as a French exile. Queen Ka'ahumanu, who broke patriarchal rules to gain power. Yeah. And Polly Murray, who was also put in a mental hospital for utterly normal reasons, and, but then changed the world. She was Polly a mad Murray. woman. She was mad. She sure was. And a les- Lezzy. Mm-hmm. So the those are, kind. those are, yeah, <laughs> yes. So those are my five uh, related broads. All right, what's coming up next from Jupiter F. Stone here on Broads You Should Know? I am bringing you a broad who was one of the very first African-American women to win in a court proceeding against a white male. So if you want to know about this and other things that Sojourner Truth has done in her lifetime and how it impacts us today, make sure you tune in next week for another episode of Broads You Should Know. Thank you for listening to this episode on Britney Spears. If you dug it, send us an email. Let us know. Broadsyoushouldknow at gmail.com. Head to our website, www.broadsyoushouldknow.com. We've got a a whole database of broads on there that you're going to want to know about. And that's it for us. Bye.